0: good morning good afternoon and good evening wherever you may be this is empress q coming back this evening where i am in texas and bringing to you a new topic for today that topic is talking about 11 11. you know yesterday on november 11th not only was it Veterans Day, but it was also a highly spiritual day in which we should be aware of because 1111 is about, yes, a portal opening up, but most importantly, it is not a portal for us to uh, sit and meditate and ask the Heavenly Father for material things once again. This is not a Christmas uh, day which we're asking for the gimme things. This is a day in which we self reflect and we contemplate and we think about those things that we truly want to do in our life. So I'm going to talk about the topic today of 11.11, the doorway, The Call to Activation, and The Sealed Order. This is Nirvana Lifestyle Network and our Conscious Acts of Change program. This episode is designed to provide you a series of thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective works about your spiritual growth and development. That is what I do. Teach you how to be consciously aware of those acts that you engage in, so that wherever you need growth, understanding, ascension, evolution, you will provide that ability, that capacity to change. Let's begin with the doorway. 1111 is a very sacred number it's a master number and it is a number in which we are to create self-change it's all about us 1111 is a is about a journey it is the most important and most exciting journey you will ever experience in your life. The activation of 1111 is not at random, just an event that we celebrate each year, that we connect with each year. It is the beginning of our life's work. It is the fulfillment of our divine mission upon earth. And 11.11 heralds the completion of duality and the anchoring of the template of oneness. So what is 11.11 all about? It is about completion. It is about graduation. It is about mastery, empowerment, embodiment of our highest self our highest truth our freedom our sacred union with the one our heart our true love and our oneness that is what 11 is about this is the time for contemplation because we are all being called home And we are all in need of being in a place in our life where we need to get focused. We need to contemplate about what it is that we truly want. Let's take away the material things of the world, but let's talk about what do you truly want in your heart? What do you want to look like when you look in the mirror and it reflects back to you. In peace, good health, a stable mind, comfort, sustainability, I'm not talking about material things like, oh Lord, bring me a husband, bring me a big screen TV. I'm not talking about those things. I'm thinking, of talking about things that are going to sustain you not only in this lifetime, but in the next. So, if you are one who participate in really wanting to grow as a spiritual being, as a like mind individual, then this conversation is for you. This is the time of great changes. The survival of planet Earth and all of its inhabitants is on the line. We are constantly being pulled back and forth between ingoing and an outgoing tide. This is causing turmoil, confusion, and fear. The outgoing tide is composed of the third and the fourth dimensional energies rooted within the template of duality. Duality. That, you know, that thing we call opposite attracts. Good and evil. Happy and sad. Those things that we are dual, even in our character and our personality. Today we're an angel. Tomorrow we're a witch. (laughs) But, you know... We have to really make up our mind because, you see, the shift started in 2020 and COVID was the catalyst to bring awareness about our never returning back to normal. And we all freaked out because we said, what do you mean I'm not going to return back to normal? I want to go back to what I know. I want to go back to what I do. I want to go back to what I'm familiar with. But we now sit in that new dawn of the awakening of the new heaven and earth within our consciousness, within our soul, within our being, within the frequencies of the atmosphere that tell us each and every day. Duality can no longer live here. We have to enter into this no time, no space of oneness. Duality's final battle for supremacy and control is almost over. The ingoing tide represents the awareness of our inherent oneness. It resonates with a new divine dispensation and is called to completion and freedom. It is our graduation from illusion and the next step on our journey homeward. We must now fully anchor our being on the template of oneness to maintain our balance within this transitional zone between two very different energy patterns. You see, we've been living in the world in the dimension of duality for a very, very long time. It is that Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde syndrome. And we must find that face in the mirror that we resonate with of who we really, truly want to reflect. Rather than changing our behaviors and characters by way of our emotions every day every 15 minutes ahead of us lies a tremendous task to pass through the doorway of 1111 and moving onto a higher octave of awareness we must be able to Survive the turbulent tides or times that we are going to face. We must align ourselves irrevocably with our higher or highest purpose. No matter what is happening on the outer levels of your life, we must keep a positive outlook. Remain centered. And centered is to remember at all times what is truly real. Do not follow yourself to feed duality by giving it any more of your energy. Duality has two faces. That's what the tree of good and evil is. You know, the tree of knowledge. is the tree of life and darkness. Duality is two. And although everything that God created was formed out of duality, everything is two. Starting with light and darkness. The sun and the moon. The male and the female. Everything comes in twos. But we are trying to transcend our life towards oneness. When we leave this planet. Because duality does not live in the space of the universe. It does not live in the space of where God is we have to choose which way we want to go or what we want to do or what we want to be do not propagate doom and gloom remember that all of the dire future prophecies are based on third dimensional a uh, third dimensional Patterns. They do not emanate from the greater reality. Whenever you begin to get drawn into the illusion of duality, simply pause and realign your being while quietly stating that you do not accept this reality. Because duality is an, a state of illusion. One day you're up, the next day you're down. It will have you spinning and turning and sliding and slipping and falling and climbing. And until you enter a state of confusion. <laughs> confusion. Remain focused on the great awakening that is presently in effect here on earth. Remember who you really are and visualize the door the open doorway of the 1111. This nearly, or newly activated arc of light, light serves as our bridge to new octaves of harmony, peace, love, and oneness. We must find ourselves stepping away from our earthly stories of. Perceived reality, everything that we are experiencing, we created that mental vision board and began to perceive those so-called, so-called realities in our mind until we begin to reflect those in the pictures of our eyes and it becomes a part of our life, world and affairs. Environment. This anchoring of of our being into the template of oneness is critical to the uh, fulfillment of the divine plan on earth. Your total commitment is needed. Here we stand, poised on the brink of our great adventure. That we ourselves have called forth to be. The time has finally arrived. Which we have long awaited. This great adventure is the fulfillment of our missions on planet earth. It is our graduation from the template of duality. Enabling us to rise up into true mastery and freedom. But we have difficulty doing that because we allow the the anchors of the world to keep us so grounded to the world that we cannot evolve. We have long carried within us pre-encoded into our cellular memory banks, those memories, the knowledge, and the sealed orders which shall serve us in their times of completion. You see, we can manifest, we can hum, we can sing, we can pray, we can chant, we can dance, we can do the skinny dip. It doesn't really matter. Nothing nothing comes forth before its time. And while we are awaiting for its time, it is our responsibility to elevate and activate that, that doorway, that portal, that gateway in our mind to elevate our thinking to a much higher understanding. Not this mundane life that we are living in terms of the things that we think about that are not important. They will, You will leave them behind when you leave this planet. And they add no value to your life in any form. These were placed within us These pre-encoded memory banks or cells were uh, placed within us long before we were even consciously aware. Prior to our initial descent into matter. We are matter on this earth. Everything in this planet comes from a shared ecosystem. Throughout our cycle of embodiments upon earth, we have laboriously prepared to be ready to serve in our fullest capacity when the preordained time arrives. And the time is now, the call to awaken has already resounded across the celestial vastness calling us to remember and ultimately to embody that which we truly are in our full magnificent and empowerment. Now we are issuing the call to activation. This activation entitles or entails each one of us To face a decision of tremendous importance and lasting consequence. Our choice is whether or not we will answer and serve this call with the fullness of our being. And with unshakable commitment to serve our higher purpose. Shall it be on the template of duality? or on the template of oneness. These choices must be made now. Choose wisely, please choose wisely with your full consciousness for the results of these choices shall be made with you for a very long time and will affect all levels of your life. Great times require both greatness of spirit and greatness of action. Together we have so much to accomplish. What we are being called to achieve is of a scope far greater than anything we can possibly imagine. The earth herself is nearing her time of graduation from the patterning of duality, and she who has succored our needs for so long now needs our help to birth her into a new octave of oneness. And by serving as earth midwife, we the awakened humanity here on earth also birth ourselves onto a new spiral of evolution. our first task is to transform our lives into full awakened, multi-dimensional beings. We must operate from different dimensions. Thus fully merging the fourth and the fifth dimensional frequencies into our physical being. It is the inner union between earth ascending and heaven descending. Because when earth ascends and heaven descend, they will meet in the middle. And the union, the communion will take place, take form. This sacred merger has already been achieved by many of us and numerous others are awaking daily as the call steady intensifies. We are reclaiming our divine birthright and heritage. We are remembering that we are vast, starry beings of light who are no longer limited to the bound by the illusions of time, of space, and matter. Now we are ready to join together as emanations of one. Indeed, this is of primary importance, for the great work in front of us requires that we unite as a collective whole. The new doorways cannot be opened or passed through by any of us still operating as individual units of consciousness. We must be brought into this manifestation through our united presence, throughout our focused intent, through our total commitment to serving our higher purpose as one. We must make some decisions about our life. We must elevate our stinking thinking. And rise up from so much carnal and heaviness around being on earth. Operating out of matter. Because you see where God is, there is no time and there is no space and we can't bring time in his environment in the realm in which he operates from we can't bring our baggage we can't come talking about well you know lord I was a victim, I was traumatized, I didn't have an opportunity, uh, they, I lost everything, they quit, fired me, and all these, God is love. You're not going to have that kind of interaction. He's not a gimme God. He wants us to be prosperous and have the things that we want in life. But we must come by way of love and not come by way of we wanting him to stick his hand out and fill our hands with goodies. That's not what this is about. 11.11 is about us preparing our life so that there is some level of of preparation and importance to be made regarding the cycle of our growth. We can't transform until we first know how to create change and change our perspective of how we look at things. It is important that we know that in order to move through the doorway of eleven eleven, there are some most important preparations to be made. These will enable you to complete your cycle in duality and step forward into the new octave that awaits for you. But letting go. We have all heard the word let go. Probably some of you, if you hear the word one more time, you'll probably say, you know, if I hear that word one more, one more time, just one more time, I'm going to. And I get it. But, you see, it's easier said than done. Because what we are letting go is those attachments we have created and have attached ourselves to. That we don't want to let go of because we fear that if we let go of these earthly attachments, then there's nothing in that void space to take its place. I don't feel fulfilled. I I, I don't want to let this person go because they're doing these things for me. And we're seeking God's hand rather than his face. So letting go, you can begin by cleaning out your life lovingly, discarding any outmolded habits and thoughts that has formed roots in the illusion of your mind. The separation and the denial that we just don't want to deal with. Go through your mental closet, both literally and figuratively, shedding anything which no longer resonates with the highest truth you of your being. Specifically and simply, everything. So it vibrates in accord with you. So if you have this dress. Or you have this pair of pants. And you got these shoes. That they're old. And you just like the shoes. But the shoes. You don't even wear the shoes. Pass it on. Because someone else may be able. To use those shoes. Let go of the things that we just have hanging around and we're attaching ourselves to let it go let go of the people place and things that is not serving you that is outdated out we can't put new wine into old wine skins because when we try to put new fresh juicy wine into an old skin that skin It's going to fall apart and the wine is going to be wasted and there's no benefit for anyone because now the wine has hit the ground. We must stop stackpiling things in our life. Every time some new idea, some new venture, some new trend comes along and they said, yo, you should be doing this because if you do this, you'll get this many clicks and hits and you'll make this kind of money and you know, you'll know you get Bitcoin, Batcoin, Bluecoin, whatever. And you stock, stack stackpile so many things on your plate and your plate is so high and you're looking up and you have no time for you. You have no time for your family. You have no time to take care of your health. You have no time to connect with God, the Father, nature, the One, the Source. You have no time to connect with your environment or be with friends. You have no time to oversee what you've created. What does your kingdom look like? So we have to let go of those things that we really don't need. Just, it's not helping me get to my transcendence. So there's a rites of passage that we have to always go through in order for our life to elevate For us to evolve so that we can reach that fourth and fifth dimension of thinking. What I call my spiritual intelligence. I'm no longer thinking below the belt in my lower consciousness. Where I only think about earthly things. I am a child of God. I am a supreme being. I have to operate as one. And know. That everything that I seek is waiting for me, but I can't attain it until I am able to change how I see things, change my perspective about things, change my mental vision board of what I want to see, and to change and open the door and the pathway for opportunities to come to me because now I have elevated my life enough that I am beginning to attract things to me versus me chasing things to try to make it happen. Clear up any fears you may have around the issue of power because so many of us want to be powerful we think that we can control everything if we are powerful we are only puppeteers because the world i'm i'm sorry we're only puppets because the world is our puppeteer and it dangles us and it causes us to be and have all of these diverse behaviors all of these diverse emotions These diverse feelings, and we just whatever comes along, we respond to it. And it controls us. Having us believe that this is what you really want, and I can make and I can show you how to have it in the next 15 minutes. I can show you how to manifest. You can't manifest anything if you do not have. A pure and high enough consciousness. Because when we operate from that spiritual intellect level, from that supreme level of understanding, then we begin to draw things to us. It automatically wants to come near us, draw to us, attach to us, to give us what we need. And not live in fear. Not feeling in abandonment. Not feeling denial from the world and from people. Not feeling broken. We have to watch those words that we speak. Because whatever we send out into the universe, which is the same thing we are, everything is made from the ecosystem here on earth. But yet, we are all... Different levels of energy in different forms. So whatever energy you are operating out of, whether it is low or whether it is high, it is going to attract to you the likeness of what you create in your mind. We all have misused power at some point or another. It was simply part of the third dimensional experience that we had. We are always experimenting by way of trying new things. Let me see if that works. Let me see if I can get this person to do this. Mm. Let me see if I cook like this what it would taste like. Hmm, wonder if I can influence this individual wonder if I can make this happen and whatever we experiment with we have equal measure through the experience through the experience like attracts like oh yes it does like Attracts life look around you who is around you because they are a reflection of your mental vision board And you designed your life In the very place that you are experiencing it Oh, you don't understand, Empress. I'm a victim. You know, they did this to me. No one can do anything to you if you don't open the door and let them in. When we extend invitations to people to come into our sacred space within our life, world, and affairs, and we know nothing about them, then stuff happens. It is a part of your experience and your lesson to learn. The question is, do we learn? Or how long does it take to learn the lesson? It took Moses and his crew 40 years before they were able to exile Egypt. 40 years. How long will it take us to exile that place in which we can also be stuck set aside your guilt and give yourself for any and forgive yourself for any previous transgressions see we say we forgive ourselves but we keep thinking about the thing over and over and over again and then it keeps showing up over uh, over and over again through somebody different and we wonder why am i keep having the same experience why do i keep attracting the same type of men or the same type of women. Because you haven't forgotten the thing. You haven't let it go. You're still attached to the emotion of it. So we can't transgress, transcend. Nor transform if we still have anchors around our ankles, holding us down, holding us back. We will never make it through the doorway for us to begin to excel ourselves. As you remember who you are and begin to anchor your vaster self into your physical body, your ego will become smaller and smaller and smaller. Your vast or over self, that is your spiritual self, your higher self, containing unlimited amounts of love and wisdom, will begin to see through your eyes think through your mind thus transforming everything but you see it can't do all of that if we're still constipated in our mind we must clean out the vessel we must let go of the attachments so that God and his spiritual energy and oneness have something to flow through It is not going to flow through a constipated mind. It'll get stuck. That's why we're stuck. But we must bring forth our courage. To openly be empowered by our magnificent selves. We must go into that place of no time and no space to feel it. Because time and space is mankind and everything that is inhabited in the earth kryptonite. It holds us down. It will not let us be in the position to Forge forward. Many of us are experiencing this completion of the old as a massive death process. This is not only appropriate, it is quite accurate. Because, you see, the old outmolded parts of you are dying. But we don't want them to die. We want to hold on to them. Have a funeral. Bury them. Let them go to their rightful place. This is necessary in order to make way for the new. We can't continuously keep praying and asking for things to change and asking for new things to happen and new opportunities and we're still carrying the old bags from last year or 20 years ago. Or forty years ago. Because I fear if I let it go, I'm gonna feel this emptiness of void in me. Whenever you find yourself in the midst of a death process, it is important to stay with it. Fully acknowledge the energies and emotions you are experiencing. Know that you are sad if you are sad today. If you have anxiety, let it pass through. Rather than anticipating the doom and gloom that's going to follow it. Because, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Oh, and then you start contemplating all these things that could possibly go wrong. But not the things that can definitely go right. So. We are. In denial. We have to let go of our denial. Not wanting to face. Our weak link inside of us. Because you carry shame and embarrassment and guilt because you don't want anybody else to see it. But you're not dealing with it, you're not strengthening that weak link. Or don't want to do the work. So we can't. how can we possibly pass through the door. If we're not trying to do the work. And the work is not easy. But it is necessary. And we will perpetually continue. To have the same experience. Over and over and over again. Until we decide. That we've had enough. And we want to do the work. And we want to be consciously aware that I need to act in order for me to change. My perspective, my life, my life conditions, my life patterns, my duality that I face each and every day of my life, my own good and evil self. In the midst of grieving about our old self who is dying. (laughs) For what is dying away from you and your life? What needs to die? We need to focus on the fact that we are simply clearing space for the good to come in. We can enjoy the new if the old is still standing in that place. Because, you see, the word new means I'm willing to be adventurous. I'm going to invent or invite something. I'm going to bring something different into my life. Two things cannot stand in the same space at the same time. Something has to move. So if we move, then what we want to do is move toward that perfect alignment within our highest truth of our own being. And that can be only done when we take time to be still. Because you see, the death process is never fun and it's not easy. But the greater understanding is that we can pass through them quickly. One thing which I do whenever I uh, find uh, portions of myself dying, I take advantage of those energies and I work through them. I work them out. I open up that grave and I dump them in there, counting all costs, knowing that you can't serve me anymore because I've already done you. I can't continuously do you over and over and over again and expecting a different result, expecting me to be able to elevate, expecting me to be able to operate from a higher place, move into my new dimensions so that I can be greater and vaster and know how to bring things into my life without me running around like a chicken with his head cut off, chasing it. We weren't created to chase things. We chase things every day. We chase money. We chase people. We chase ideas. We chase every day. We go looking for it. Bringing it into our environment. We chase trends. We're chasing everything outside of ourselves but we're not chasing what's within us. And that is where the value is. That is where your treasure is. And wherever your treasure is, we already know, is where you will put your value. The things that are most important to you is what you treasure. So we must find that space and time in which we must be able to stop stackpiling things on top of things and on top of things. Because the average individual in this world who are working spend 50 or have their own businesses spend between 50 to 65 percent of their time in their business or on their job. So if my life consisted of 100% and I'm giving 60% of my time on my job, what happens to the other areas of my life? Doing that 15-minute pause that the world told me. Well, you know why you're doing 15-minute pauses? Because the world has taken so much of you that you don't have any time left to do anything else. So you only got 15 minutes. 15 minutes, mm, I'm going to connect with God. And think that that's all I need. Really? (laughs) No. We need far more than that. We need far more than that. We need a deeper truth. And that deeper truth is us beginning to move out of that greater depth of our own death and to move towards the greater rebirth of our new life. Our new life, the life that we truly want, but we don't know how to design it. We don't know how to make it happen. We don't know how to do what's next because the world has ingrained itself so deeply in us that we stop thinking. We are a species that chase and seek every day to be led. And we have stopped allowing ourselves to get into deep thought inside, within, and spending time within so that we can contemplate within and think. Let revelation Come to you. Reveal to you who you are. What you should be doing. What your divine mission is. That's important. But we stop thinking. We put everybody in front of us. The world or the people. And we stop loving ourselves. And I don't mean, oh, I love me because I work out every day or, you know, my skin is beautiful or I have beautiful long hair, short hair or I have somebody, you know, that I'm dating or I love me because I take a hot bubble bath. Uh Uh-uh. Really going deep and identifying who you are by spending time and letting the one reveal to you who He is and what your position is within Him. For He is the one that feeds us. We eat from His trees. We eat from His tree of life and we also eat from His tree of good and evil. Of myself, I can do nothing. But we must come into that space and time that does not exist. No time, no space. Let's go there. This is Empress Q. I'm going to end my uh, lesson uh, now. And I'm going to, my next lesson will continue in uh, the doorway of 11.11. And uh, the dawn of our new heaven and earth and the activation call as well as the sealed door continuing continuing this conversation so that when i come back i'm going to be talking about how to create our new foundation it is a lovely conversation to have but i'm saying all of this because this is the time in which we must begin to think about the new year this is the contemplation time october november december because we need to be very clear about what it is we want to do when the new year come and not continue to be on the same hamster wheel of going around and around and around again doing the same old thing and getting nowhere so i hope that you have truly enjoyed today's lesson about eleven eleven, 11 and i will be back uh, today is uh, Sunday, so I will be my next podcast will be released on Tuesday, and I hope that you have a most pleasant um, week. And think about, contemplate, let go, and prepare for what you want and need from the heart, from that place of no time and no space and no matter, and begin to reframe and reshape what comes out of the heart and into the world, your world, your world, your life, your world that you created, and have a new experiment as well as a new experience. So this is Impress Q. I'm signing off, and I have really uh, enjoyed this conversation, as always. I hope that you have as well. So have a wonderful, wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. And know that I appreciate you, and I value you, for spending your time with me. Shalom.